Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Dear brothers, sisters, Assalamu alaikum. If you're reading for the, if you're listening for the first time, then welcome. If you've been a regular listener, I want to highlight at light of reflection, we dive deep into the topics that are controversial and we want to understand the logic and the reasoning behind the, those topics. Whether these are current affairs, whether these are certain actions, how people react to certain news or whether it is about how people have reacted in the past to certain news. And as we have gone through this journey, there are certain things that we have found. These things have allowed us to think about things in a different light. For example, why did people react on a certain issue in a certain way? Why did people keep quiet when they saw injustices happen in front of them? Why did they not speak up when they had the ability and the courage to do so? And when they did not speak up, what happened to them over the course of time? What happened to their own families? What happened to their own children? What happened to people in general when they did not speak up? Dear brothers, sisters, whether Muslims or non-Muslims, whether Jewish or Christians, whether Hindus or atheists, I have a simple question that is on my mind. What what is the reason why a child is being punished in a way that he loses his limbs? He loses his hands right and left, being cut from the shoulder. Why is that boy being punished, probably 10 years old, 7 years old, in that picture with his leg being cut? He is alive, but what is that life going to look like when he doesn't have any of his limbs, when he doesn't have the security of his house, when he doesn't have any future to look towards? The same guy, the same boy was happily playing in the streets, happily enjoying life, happily having dreams in his eyes that he would grow up. Like all boys, all girls, every single child in this world has dreams. They might want to become a pilot. They might want to become an officer. They might want to become a judge, a doctor, or any thing but what was the reason for this punishment that was given to this boy who had no control over the events that unfolded do we think that the cry of this boy and the helpless gaze of the father and the mother of the mother is alive will go unseen and unnoticed that there is no god above us who doesn't see any of these things The narrations that be afraid of the veiling of those who are oppressed because they have no one except for God Almighty to protect them. And when it comes to the veiling of those who are oppressed, 
it's not only on the oppressor that they will be responsible but every single person who hears that wailing who hears their concerns who hears and sees their tears who sees them in a helpless situation and that person keeps quiet they will be asked and that judgment will not happen only on the day of judgment that judgment will happen in this world for allah has said himself in the quran in surah ar-rad verse 11 indeed allah will not change the condition of people until they change what is in themselves so if my dear brothers and sisters and listeners whoever is listening if we do not change ourselves if we are not influenced if we are not traumatized if we are not moved by the crying and the wailing and the harrowing and the panic that we see in front of our eyes in the eyes of those who are oppressed who are being oppressed and have no idea whether they will live or die in the next hour we will be held accountable because because we saw that and we didn't change ourselves now my dear brothers and sisters I do understand that what we are seeing in one part of the world is not an isolated story. And the reason I say that is because in certain part of Pakistan, known as Gilgit Baltistan, in the northernmost part which connects to China, there have been incidences where the people have taken others off of the bus. So now think about this. A bus is going in one direction to the town of their livelihood or they are going to meet their families, whatever the case may be. The bus is stopped along the way in the middle of nowhere in the mountains. The people are taken out of the bus and they are looked at from their names according to their identification card. And once they've seen that ID, they saw the name of the person as a person who is a Shia of Imam Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali ibn Abi Talib They take those people, put them on the side and execute them point blank as if they are inhumane. They are animals. And this is exactly what ISIS did. So the followers of the Ahl al-Bayt, the household of the Prophet, have been persecuted for eons. And my dear listeners, this is a tragedy that has happened over thousands of years. And why this has happened is because those people, those who kept quiet in the first time when the tragedy, when the travesty was happening against the household of the prophet those muslims who kept quiet and broke the covenant they are responsible for these 
tragedies that happen today, whether wherever we see these tragedies, these difficulties, all of this blood is on their neck. Because when the house of Sayyida Fatima Zahra was being burned, when the power was illegitimately being taken away from the rightful successor of the Prophet at Saqifa by Abu Bakr and his cronies, that is when the clear covenant was broken. And that covenant is so important that anyone who comes to Allah without that covenant, their prayers will not be accepted. You ask, why are the prayers not being accepted by Allah? You ask, why are people being killed and there is no help from Allah? You ask, why there is inhumanity and there is no source of justice? You ask all of those questions. Let me tell you why. Because that covenant with which Allah promised that whoever follows this covenant, Allah will bring the blessings from heavens and earth, from front and back. That covenant of Ghadir, that covenant was broken. And that covenant, till that is restored, nothing will change. My dear brothers and sisters, no matter what we think of, no matter how hard we try, no matter how many protests we do, that covenant is the key to changing lives. That covenant is the key to bringing transformation in this world. And why is that so? Because with that covenant broken, what has happened is shaitan has infiltrated the hearts. The hearts with the love of this world, the love of power, the love of dunya, the love of everything material. The faith has gone away. The remembrance of death has gone away. The true taqwa has gone away. And when I say truth, taqwa, I mean accepting and respecting all the signs of Allah. Not just being saying, Oh Allah, husband Allah, name al wakil. But Allah has said in Hadith Qudsi that whoever accepts me but not accepts the Prophet, I will not give him my help, I will not listen to the prayers. Then Allah says, whoever accepts me and the Prophet but not Imam Ali, I will not listen to the prayer. I will not help them. And then Allah says, whoever accepts me, the Prophet, Imam Ali, but not the 11 Imams from the progeny of Sayyida Fatima Zahra, I will not accept the prayers and I will not help them. If Allah has already promised this, and the Prophet made the same dua, then how can we go against that? We cannot have true taqwa till we respect the true signs of Allah. That is the Quran, that is the Ahl al-Bayt The true heavy things left by the Prophet. And that is why Imam Ali if you think about the messages that Imam Ali has given, and I'll end this podcast on this message, it is so important. Just think about the wisdom of Imam Ali He was asked by a person to give him some explanation about Iman. 
I'm not going to talk about what Iman is according to Imam Ali because it is very in-depth and very enlightening. I don't have time for that in this particular podcast. But inshallah, we will talk about that. But Imam said, come tomorrow morning when there are more people. Why Imam? Why come when there are more people? Imam said, because speech is like a prayer. Speech is like a prayer. So some people catch it. Others don't. But whoever catch the speech, they can tell others. So you have to listen when there are more people so that you can all inter understand. And that is exactly why the Prophet ﷺ stood up on the pulpit in Ghadir on the day of 18th of Zulhaj in front of 120,000 Muslim Hujaj and gave the sermon, multiple hour long sermon that people recorded. But then things changed because history was manipulated because people broke the covenant. We're going to talk about this manipulation in the next episode. Please join us in this journey. We're going to talk about this core problem every single day till people realize that they have to change, not they themselves, not every single one will change. It doesn't matter. Does not matter if everyone has to change. No, there has to be a core critical mass that has to change. That's it. And Allah's blessings will come. And the biggest blessing is the 12th Imam. He is the biggest blessing of Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.